I think it will be. I'm glad that we did it, but maybe next year we should just do like one or two. One or two. Yeah. One, two, three, and three, two, one. Blackout. <laughs> okay. Blackouts and babies. We're back, guys. I, I hope you're not burnt out on the scary stories, but I'm excited because this is our listener stories, and we haven't read these stories yet. We've been saving them up, saving them up, and we're going to read them for the first time today. So. I read the first few lines of one, and then I went, don't do it. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. <laughs> so we are going to get into that, some listener stories. This episode and the next one will be listener stories, and that will wrap up our October scary business, and we'll get back into some well we got a heavy hitter after but we won't say what it is yeah it's not so much heavy it's just like it's really hard for me to do but it's important i'm just glad that it's not one that i'm mostly talking because <laughs> i sound like an idiot oh. so i'm sorry guys you don't sound like an idiot but i have to talk about uncomfortable things and you have to sit here and look at me while I talk about I'm it. Turn around. I don't want to look at you in the eye. <laughs> yeah, you just face the door. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to go with your favorite stuff? Yeah. So this isn't a favorite thing, but um just something that I've been thinking about and talking to some people about is like entitled people, especially like owning a business or or just in general like doing well in life people hate that they do you know yeah and like like people people just look at what you have well they have that and they have that and they can do that but what they don't look at is like the hard work and sacrifice that you have drug yourself through to yeah. get to where you are they don't give a shit about that no. part like, Not if they're unhappy with their own mm-hmm. shit. Oh, like, it's so much easier just to look at people and oh, be like... Oh, wait, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you and just say that the calf is in full friggin' swing. So, so you're going to hear her the whole time. Oh, my hell. So the entire time. Lucky is still alive and still here, and I don't know why. <laughs> Anyways. Go ahead. I told you why. <laughs> but no, like, it's so much easier for people to just be like, well, they have that. And that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Then to think about, well, if I buckled down and put in the hard work and the countless hours and the sacrifice, debt and all that shit, I could have that too. Right. But they don't want to think about that. No. So I don't, I don't know why we were talking about that this week, but me and my friend were talking about it because she has people in her life that are like, you're more successful than me. So I hate you. And, and all I want to think about is what, I don't have and what you have. Yeah. There's definitely, like, I feel like there's a difference between, because I definitely look at at what other people have sometimes, and I'm like, I want that. Oh, yeah. But I feel like, like, I I have a hard time going, they don't deserve that. I would never want to take it away from someone. Yeah. I'm just like, I want that too, but I am the type that I'm like, if I want something bad enough, I'll make it happen. You're going to do it. But that's the difference is a lot of people are just like, feel sorry for themselves and mm-hmm. so they're pissy about what other people have oh, yeah. they might have more than them or whatever yeah oh, i definitely look at people that i'm like fucking jealous of i'm like fuck i yeah. want that too you know like want that shit yeah but, like give it to me give me it <laughs> <laughs> but i like i've never like i don't look at them and be like well that's not fair that they have that right like i know what hard work it takes and mm-hmm. stuff you know like we were talking about i used to work full-time 
And then I'd work at the bar five days a week. Mm-hmm. So basically, I was working from eight in the morning till midnight. I was working my fucking nuts off, and so was Bryce, mm-hmm. you know? And like donating plasma to for beer money because yeah. we didn't have any money left after we paid our bills, right. you know? <laughs> like, which that in and of itself is like, is I feel blessed, you know, like that we were able to pay our bills. That is blessed. Yeah, that's but like, that's what I think too. Like, we've talked about it. There's a difference between poor now and poor. When we were in our early 20s. Yeah. Like, but even even early 20s, we were able to pay our bills. Yeah. Like, even if there was nothing left, we were able to right. pay our bills. Maybe just a cheap bottle of plastic vodka. Yeah. <laughs> but, God damn it, we did it. Keystone lights. Yeah. Still stuck on those damn Keystone lights, even though we can afford to course. <laughs> I just remember, like, and I know I've probably said it on here before, but it's it really does make me feel grateful for where I am now, where yeah. you are now, everything, because... I mean, not saying that we're like this highfalutin or whatever, but we no, have but what we, we need and, yeah. and what we want, a lot of what we want, and surround yourself with people that are on your same page Yeah, and root for you. That want to succeed and that don't look at you like, well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to, on Sundays, if I wasn't going to scrounge food for my mom and dad, <laughs> me and my roommate Lacey would count all of our change. The exchange thing where you put in all your change. Yeah. And then whatever. Yeah. Coinstar. (laughs) Whatever came out of it. That's what we had for Sunday dinner. Oh. So sometimes it'd be like four bucks. Sometimes it is. Sometimes we're living large. (laughs) Go buy a nice roast. Yeah. (laughs) So it was always like, and I think about that now. I'm like, man, I wish I could go back to that sometimes because. Oh, I just missed that. Yeah. Well, and, like, when we got married, like, that made us so much stronger together as a couple to be, like, broke as a fucking joke. Right. And have to, like, struggle. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess my point is, is, like, where, where we're both at now, no one gave us anything. No one handed us anything and said, here you go. Like, we all, we both, like, have worked for everything we have. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both, I feel like we're both worker bees and we just work. Yeah. And we get shit done. I'm glad that we are where we are right now. So that we can do this. Yeah. Even though it adds more shit to the pile. It adds more shit to the pile. But the whole reason we started this is to help people that are dealing with whatever they're dealing with and help them get through it. And it makes me so happy to hear people say that it's helping. Yes. I'm like, hell yeah. It like renews my want to do this and to do better. And And that helps me do the episode after the last spooky one. Because I feel like that would help people. Even though I'm giving advice. That is frowned upon in some circles. In a state. <laughs> I feel like I have to tell myself this about once a week. That's the cool part about being a grown-up, and I'm, my, I'm the boss of myself. Yeah, I can say whatever I want. Yeah, and nobody can tell me what to do. It's pretty freaking cool. I know. So, anyways. Know. What do you got? Sorry, that was long. No, that's okay. I kept interrupting you, too. But it's true. Pat each other on the back. Be happy for people that work their asses off. And, and good, if, good and things if, will come to you, I feel like, if you're, like, hyping other people up. Yeah. And, like, whatever jealousy you feel, use that as motivation to better your situation. Yeah. Don't just sit, don't just wallow. Don't You're not a tree. You can move. Go mm-hmm. do what you want. So my favorite things this week, and I haven't done these in a while, I have some new favorite singers. I sent you the one. I liked her. Sierra Farrell. Not even kidding. Her voice is... It's like so old-timey country. It's Mm -hmm. badass. So one of her main songs is... Or most popular right now. Is Bells 
of every chapel. But another one is In Dreams. Really good. You can look her up on Spotify. So I've listened to Casey Musgraves a lot. But her new song, Breadwinner, that mother effort gets stuck in your damn head. Oh, I haven't heard that one. And then also, so I start listening to that one. Then another one pops up. And my brain has intermingled the two songs. <laughs> so it's just one song <laughs> together. One, like, 20-minute song. Yeah. You're just... <laughs> but it's called Justified. You can look her up on Spotify, obviously. But those two songs, man. Yeah. I need to look those ones up. Those mother efforts get in my brain, and I'm like, son of a bitch. You're dreaming about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess everyone knows about this one. The Coulter Wall song, Sleeping on the Blacktop. Oh, yeah. I can't stop listening to it. I know. I listened to it like 80 times this week. That's the one where he says, and I shot three rounds in Kate McKinnon. No. Oh, that's the one you got to listen to. No. <laughs> that's the one I thought you sent me. I oh, just no. Looked at it. It's the like, it goes like, um, sleeping on the blacktop. Oh, yeah. Running through the trees. Yeah, like that's it. a good one. But what's, what's the one called? I'm going to look. And if you haven't listened to Coulter Wall, he, to me, he sounds just like Johnny Cash. He does. His voice is so it's close to Johnny growly Cash. growly and... Mm-hmm. Song is called Kate McKinnon. Kate, Kate McKinnon? Yeah. That's the one that's going to get in your brain, oh, too. Kate McKinnon. I'll just put that on the playlist so it's saved for later. Um, so do you have a bitch? Um... No. Shut the fuck up, Lucky. Lucky is my bitch. Lucky's. I'll use Lucky as my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. So some news. There she be. This is the last week that you can send us your scary stories to get a oh. free koozie. Oh yeah. So do it. And the email address is blackoutsnbabies at gmail dot com. The letter in. The letter in. For ninny. Mm. Mm. <laughs> kind of like that okay guys oh. let's fucking get into it okay 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 oh i didn't say in the intro we made some tasty drinks and i'll put the recipe in the show notes what was it bees knees bees knees gin honey honey water Honey water <laughs> lemon is what it was supposed to be, but we added water to it. Yeah, we added a little, we had to cut it a little. Yes. Okay, so we're going to tell some listener stories. We literally sorted through tens of stories <laughs> to, get, to get the best singles of stories. <laughs> so we've got, we've got a fair bit. Um, I'll start. Okay. I'll read this one. And reading aloud in school as a child was a fucking nightmare. Very traumatic. <laughs> so, so bear with me. Bear down. Bear down. And bear with me. And please no jokes about needing special reading classes. I'm pretty sensitive about it. <laughs> so we went to New York Harbor, Maine a few years back and stayed in one of their multiple bed and breakfast inns. It was from the 17 to 1800s, and the father was a wealthy man who took his family there every summer. When the kids grew up, he built one for the daughter, which is the one we stayed in. When you go into it, you stand in front of the entrance of the staircase with the old parlor on the right, which had been turned into an area for the lounge with a bar and, a, and small tables. And to the left of the stairs, there was a dining area for breakfast. 
The floors were all wood and all looked from that time period. Our room had a large fireplace in it and a really old tub in the bathroom. I love old houses, so I loved it. When the restaurant closed down stairs, which was no later than 9 or 10, the whole house was closed or locked up. It was about 2 a.m. when I felt someone stroking my hair and woke up. No. Oh, my hell. (laughs) I rolled over to tell my husband to stop it, thinking he must be awake. He was asleep, but I woke him, so I freaked out. He looked at me strange and said, no, I haven't touched you. I rolled over, and it happened a few times, but I chose to be in denial and tried to sleep, thinking maybe I imagined it. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) By then, we started drifting back off to sleep when we both heard what sounded like a party going on in the old parlor under our room. It's we, not a party. <laughs> we both sat up at the same same time and said, do you hear that? We could hear people laughing and what sounded like glasses clinking. We listened for about 10 minutes and then heard someone going up or down the stairs. We thought, who would that be? And finally, my husband went down the stairs to check to see if someone was around or who he could catch on the stairs when he hurried and opened the door there was no one on the stairs and everything was dark and downstairs was empty and dark so strange and cool at the same time (laughs) cool cool is not what i would (laughs) you brave brave woman yeah (laughs) Uh, we both felt that it was a harmless spirit and after was able to get back to sleep but it was so crazy our other experience was in Danoon, Scotland, Ooh. where my husband was stationed in the Navy and lived years ago. We were staying in an old hotel that we always stayed in. The top tower room mm-hmm. mm. we stayed in every time had a window and in the back, looking below to a narrow alley that was in between the hotel and an old nightclub. My husband told me they always used to beat guys up in that alley. <laughs> <laughs> and he was parentheses is a troublemaker lol anyways one night we were <laughs> that's funny that is funny one night we were we were woke up around 2 a.m again and could hear a man singing old scottish songs we both went over to the window to see who was singing it was dark with no light from windows anywhere or below um we got up and looked everywhere nothing but it sounded like it was coming from right outside our window I thought, who the hell is in the mood to be singing at 2 a.m.? We're we're trying to sleep. We stayed there for a week, and weirdly enough, every night at 2 a.m., the singing started. Really strange. We recorded it and shared it with a few people around here. They, They said, nobody sings that old Scottish music anymore or plays it. We could tell that it was not music. Um, It was actually a man singing. It was eerie after we found it out, found out that no living person to this day um, sings those songs and we will never forget it sadly we lost the recording when my husband's phone took a dump so sad we lost it before we could download it to something else that's all i have i enjoy listening to you fun gals thank you yay i got oh, the heebity-jeebities i know that's so crazy <laughs> but the stroke the hair stroke oh yeah Mm-mm. don't know how about you don't <laughs> touch me you can sing songs, yeah. you can go up and down the stairs, have parties downstairs, yeah. but don't touch me. Do hair. not touch me. <laughs> I don't want living people touching my hair. I know. Let alone, let alone some, some dead person. Some dead ass broad yeah. brushing your hair. Woo! <laughs> oh, creepy. Woo! That's, yeah, that's good ones. But that's, I'm glad that they didn't feel, like, scared. Like, yeah. how they said they felt it was, like, a harmless. Okay, that was a good one. Did I read okay? You did good. That was hard. Now get ready. Okay, so we decided to get a security camera that showed the view of almost the entire main floor of our house 
that included the kitchen and living room. A few days after we put the camera up, I was at work and started to get notifications that the camera was triggered by motion, but there was nothing in the pictures that it captured. I tried to mess with the camera thinking that something was triggering it on accident, but I could not find anything that would cause the issue. This started to happen almost every day. Sometimes looking at the live view, it would almost look like, in air quotes, predator or a heat wave type distortion <sighs> that made it look like you could see footprints in the carpet that would walk closer to the camera than trigger it to take a picture. But of course, looking at the, the picture, there would not be anything there. I would tell my wife that sometimes I felt like there was something in the house or something watching me and little things started to happen more and more. We could see shadows moving past the banister, something that felt like a little kid setting their hand on my leg while I was asleep. Oh, okay. Guys, stop touching. Or something brushing up against my leg. Absolutely not. Nope. One night I woke up and my phone was going off with five or six notifications in a row that the camera was triggered. I opened the app to the live view and saw a girl with dark hair standing by the front door. She looked to be the same age as one of my daughters, so being half asleep, I thought, what is she doing by the front door? But when I snapped a picture, nothing was there. I did not want to freak my wife out, so I didn't say anything to her about that experience. One morning, I was getting ready for work, brushing my teeth when the heater kicked on and caused the bathroom door to move. But when I looked over, I saw a small hand pressing the door open. I grabbed the door and looked out, and nothing was there. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. Get your kids and your wife and get out of the house. <laughs> Sell that fucker. Sell it. We had a friend come over to stage the house, and she said that she could feel some kind of negative energy around the stairs and the presence of a dark-haired little girl. Oh, my gosh. When we decided to buy a new house, and we were in the process of moving... I almost felt a relief like it was time for us to leave the house. When we got to the new home, just a few towns over from where we lived before, we had a guy come over to bid us or to give us a bid on new carpet. We were sitting at the dining room table and my daughter walked in from school and walked behind me to go up the stairs to her room. When I turned back to continue looking at samples, I felt like someone came up behind me and was about to whisper in my ear. I thought maybe it was my daughter who snuck up behind me to be funny, but no one was there. And I started to hear incoherent whispering for a few seconds. And then a snap, like something snapped their fingers right in my ear. I suddenly felt sick and almost like I was going to pass out. Then just as quickly as it hit me, that feeling went away and I felt fine, which kind of brought me back to the conversation about the carpet. My wife picked a color and the guy said, you guys will love this color. I actually I actually just had another client in, in parentheses, it says, where we just sold our old house, pick the same color. My wife said, we just moved from there and asked what the address was, and it was our old house. Oh, my hell. Wow. You're like, yeah, we're not, we're going to do. I don't want black, black carpet. Yeah. We're gonna do <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> That's freaky shit. That is weird. Um, I wonder if they've had weird shit happen at the new place. If you've had weird shit happen at the new place, let us know. Yeah. Because it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like whatever it was followed you. Yeah. So. Or was that like, we're, I'm here still and then, all right, maybe cotton ties with you or some shit. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I can, I can feel it though. Like someone leaning over your shoulder, mm -hmm. like you can like. 
feel, ugh. Yeah, like you don't have to even, you don't have to see him. Yeah. You can feel a presence. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yuck. So, I'm just going to read this little one, because it is scary. I believe you. <clears throat> so we had someone write in and said, I'll tell you a scary story. It's Australia being fucked by the government and everyone listening to them. Which I think is absolutely true. Absolutely terrifying and scary. So that is, yeah, that's uh, one of our listeners from Australia writing into us. Yeah. Did, so, was there a name on that? Um, Jake. Hey, Jake from Australia. We are sending you koozies yeah. because that's definitely worth. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, and if you don't that's know the what's scariest going on, story. Yeah, look it up. But yeah, so I felt like that was noteworthy. Okay, so this says, so Big Tom's mom used to babysit her granddaughter after school. Her mom or dad would pick her up, and they'd ask how her day was with Grandma. She always answered, it was good, I played with the big red monster. No. (laughs) That kid's gotta leave. After this went on for a few weeks, they asked her to show them the big red monster, and she pointed to the red door in the playroom she played in. Stepdad painted these doors red when he moved in for unknown reasons, so they got an album out and pointed to lots of pictures and asked her if any of these were the big red monster. When they turned the page where Big Tom's dad's picture was, she yelled in excitement, that's him, that's him. She loved playing soccer in the playroom with the big red monster. So it sounds like it was her great grandpa, her grandpa that had passed away. Oh shit! Yeah, from the from the pictures picture album. Crazy. That yeah. would freak me out. But also, but it, like she was excited to see. <laughs> yeah, it big wasn't red scaring her. It wasn't yeah. like or didn't doesn't sound like it just it was scared like... everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm going to read one more. This story is to go with Shari's hummingbird story. <gasps> oh, cool. My great-grandma said she was coming back as a butterfly. Whenever me and Tom would go t- um, go camping or out of town on a trip, a butterfly would land on my car. Oh, that's Aww. cool. Whenever this happened, I knew we were going to have a good trip. That It doesn't happen on every trip now. I mean, she's probably rolling over in her grave for how many times we go out of town. <laughs> she's like, I can't do it no more. <laughs> But there are trips where I might be super stressed or something, and a butterfly will fly by me or land on the truck, and I know things will be okay. Oh, that's I sweet. love that. Tom's great-grandma on his mom's side said she was coming back as a cow. Tom's <gasps> mom, Sue, always said, always says, moo-moo, kiss-kiss. Um, my youngest daughter, spitting image of her dad and grandma, um, absolutely loves cows and has no idea about the great-grandma. Um, but from two years old to now eight years old, that girl is obsessed with cows, as we all know. <laughs> oh, we can totally vouch for that. She visits Aunt Shari every birthday for the last three years and has four cow pictures on her walls. She was a cow for Halloween last year. Finally, on our rides, she has to find all the cows on the razor ride or, or car rides, whether we are driving to the store or, or riding in the mountains. That's cool. That's cute. I didn't know that. Yeah. And she really is. She's obsessed with cows. I've never seen a girl more obsessed with cows. Yeah. So cute. That's so cool. I didn't know. Thanks, Tom and Amber. That's so cute. Yeah. I love those stories. Me too. I have two more stories, and they are from Kylie. Okay. It says, hey, ladies, here goes my ghost experiences. I would like more because I love all things paranormal and spooky, but don't want to go asking for trouble, you know? Yep. We know. <laughs> don't, don't ask for that shit. Don't ask for it. First, my last year at girls camp, girls camp's like, um... It's a Utah thing. 
It's a Mormon thing. Mm -hmm. My last year at girls camp, when I lived in Colorado, I was put in charge of the Cindy Lou story that we told to first year girls every year to kind of mess with them and freak them out as all older girls do who are supposed to be good examples. (laughs) I was so proud of the production I had put together. (laughs) There was tons of jump scares for the girls and three to four people dressed in white dresses hiding in the woods and Ooh. even had a girl crawl out of the lake in a white dress and long black hair. Oh, my. That's dedication. That's like headset and go. That. Woo. Man. I was also so proud that we had someone who was an amazing actress telling the story. One of the biggest scares was when we had someone move an old metal bed with metal wheels across a bedroom floor upstairs in the house where all the girls were listening to the story. It was so perfect and creepy. Well, cut to fall of that year when we were up at the cabin for a different church activity. Myself and about six other girls were in the Cindy Lou cabin. We started telling one of the girls who was not at the summer camp about Cindy Lou's story and how epic it was this year and how she missed the best year yet. While telling her about everything, my gosh, I'm just fucking it up. (laughs) You're doing great. Be better, Mal. Be smarter. (laughs) While telling her about everything, the bed upstairs, which was completely empty, we were all together in the main floor, squeaks across the floor. Needless to say, we all grabbed our stuff and ran straight back to the main lodge where all the leaders were. (laughs) Woo! Yikes. Her second story. We have a family cabin. What? Someone else has a cabin? Neat. (laughs) These are my people. (laughs) We have a family cabin in a little valley completely surrounded by mountains, and it is our little piece of heaven on earth. The scariest part about it is that it gets terrifyingly dark at night. Anywho, my husband and I were up at the cabin with my family, and we were in an upstairs bedroom. The one that had been my parents' room since I was little. I was lying on the bed closest to the window, and my husband was in the bed closest to the door. We had been in bed just chatting for a while and had finally just turned down the light and was about to grab my iPod that was on the bedside table when I got the most dark and heart racing feeling that if I turned around, I would see something terrible and horrifying. My heart was racing and I tried to talk myself down and say it was just my imagination and knowing that it's so creepy dark outside. But for what seemed like an hour, I could not talk myself into simply turning over and reaching for my iPod. At the time, my husband is facing away from me and almost asleep. Again, it's so pitch black, I can't even see him. I finally tell him what's going on and that I can't explain it, but I'm so scared and I cannot shake the feeling like there is something behind me next to the bed. Okay, well, I'm... Yep. (laughs) Okay. He responds that he also feels weird and I'm comfortable. He is also feeling weird about that direction in the room. I was so flippin' scared that I could not talk my body into moving or responding to my pleas of run. I finally told my husband that if he can reach over me and grab the iPod, we can watch a movie on it and hopefully get rid of this feeling. He seriously laid on top of me, never breaking eye contact with me to reach the iPod. We watched, I think, every movie I had on there and then finally fell asleep just after sunrise. Oh, jeez. When I told my mom about the experience the next day, she said that her dog kept looking up and growling all night. Their room is directly under the room that we were in. 
We still love, love, love the cabin, but we no longer stay in that room. Thanks for your honesty and just being you guys. Oh, oh, thanks, Kylie. Yeah, but that's a terrifying story. I don't know. I that's don't. Yeah. Most... And the and the dog. The dog. Yeah. When the dog gets when, involved, when you know. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's interesting though, because like some of the stories we told, they knew it was just it was okay. But then that one, obviously, they knew it was not okay. If you're that scared, like what the? And not just you, like both of you. Yeah, like both of you have that feeling in a uh, place where you love, where you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Oof. No thanks. I'm getting the I'm getting the goose pimples. Chicken shame. I'm getting the pee in my pants. <laughs> you just don't want to be around me when something scary is happening. I know. Are you a shove people and run past yeah, them kind of gal? I have no shame of it. I've done it. I was hiking with my two friends once and we were like in a really narrow trail and right at the last second I saw a spider web in front of my face. I was in front of them and I screamed and backed up and they thought I saw a snake. So the girl in the middle shoved the girl in the back out of the way, <laughs> shoved her, and just ran. Oh, that's it was funny. the best. Wow. <laughs> okay, anyways, guys, that was freaky. Again, yeah, one more week. Story. Send it over. Don't be a sissy, okay? <laughs> just don't, don't be a sissy. Don't be a pansy. Wuss. Okay, we love you guys. Okay, love you guys. Yep, we will be back next week with more. Send them in if you got some more. And it's our last October one. Yep. Okay, we love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.